1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hanson Scotty, it's your Cougar Preview Show. Will Snowden hanging out with us here at Tim Daly Infinity. Come by, say hi. We got tickets to the game. BYU and Washington. If you want a pair, come by, put your name in the hopper for a chance to win those. I say hopper like we used to have a box, but now it's just uh, it's all electronic. So it's not nearly as cool as it used to be, but better. It's hard to make a- adjustments when we've been in the business for so long. I know. It's just kind of what you're used to saying. All right. Uh, I like the and, hopper. And, I, li- I like the hopper. Yeah, just and put your, put your name in the iPad. Doesn't it have the doesn't same have ring? Doesn't have that same kind of ring no, to when, it. No, yeah. when I listen to you guys and hear you talking about that hopper, I, I had a lot of imagination. I, yeah. I love it. I you mean, picture I, some old school dude with like a like a Fu Manchu spinning a big barrel yeah, with, with a yeah. handle. With like a lady with a cocktail dress right next to it. Yeah, yeah that's and what I see. she reaches in and grabs out the, the name and she's like, Joe Schmuckatelli. And the guy's like, woo, it's me. And Washington tickets. Yeah, I mean, yeah. keep it with the hopper. All right. Theater of the mind. All right, so... We talked a little bit about emotional hangover. You don't think you're going to see that against Washington on Saturday? No. I think you're going to see a, a real focused, focused team. An, a, a emotional hangover, no. I think they'll come out ready to play, fired up. Um, I'm just hoping they don't outthink themselves. You know, sometimes you can outthink yourself, outcoach yourself, out, out th- those type of things. I think, they'll be, I think they're going to be running really high. And it's nice to come in as an underdog again at your home. I mean, it's you, the line jumped. It started at six and a half. I don't know where it is now. We'll be interesting to see where it gets to by the end of the week, where the money is. I think it's still right there. Yeah, yeah, I think it's still right there as far as that as far as that's concerned. When you guys watched the Washington Cal game, what stood out to you as to the reasons Washington was able to come up with, or, or sorry, Cal, Cal was able to come up with that win? Um. They they limited big plays. I mean, Washington struggled to have big plays against them. But at the end of the day, Washington scored, couldn't score a touchdown. They kicked five field goals. You kick five field goals, you, you, you mean you can kick five field goals and one touchdown? What was the final score of that game? It was twenty to nineteen. Twenty to nineteen. Yeah. yeah. So five field. I don't even know how they got there. I, I was pretty sure they kicked five field goals. So how did they get nineteen points? Maybe they only kicked four field goals. I don't. I don't yeah. know. Uh, they did. It was yeah, four uh, and a four and a score. Touchdown. Four yeah, I mean that's why you you go in the red zone four times and come out with three points four times, and they go in the red zone however many times and they come out with a touchdown one touchdown more and that you lose. And BYU has done pretty well in slowing teams down in the red zone and not allowing people just to go down the field and score. Um, they, 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 I think the defense has been really stout um, in the red zone. I haven't looked at it, those exact numbers, but I feel like they've been pretty effective in the red zone. They did turn the ball over twice, one interception, one fumble. Yeah. It was, the strip sack on the quarterback was nice. I saw that. I mean, they got after him. You know, I think BYU is going to take a look at that film again, and um, they, they, they did a lot of three-man fronts as well. Cal did. A lot of three-man front. Just pulling up some uh, some red zone numbers. Um, I'm kind of curious now where BYU is as far as red zone numbers go. Uh, a couple of things that I'd point out, they, uh, and this was from the interview that we had with Chris Peterson back at Pac-12 Media Day. Four offensive linemen were returning. He was extremely excited about his offensive line. Felt like they were going to be the key. They had the three quarterbacks that were fighting for the position. At one point, it was Jake Sermon, Jake Eason, and Jake Hayner. Uh, I, I think one of them transferred, one of them got injured. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a complete process of elimination, but Jake Eason ends up with that start. 
I know that Chris Peterson felt really good about his defense. Very good, and he should. Yeah, and felt like that they were going to be a centerpiece for him. And he thought that he had enough talent surrounding this team that it didn't matter which quarterback showed up as the starter. Washington was going to be a force to be reckoned with. And I thought that, too, just based off Chris Peterson's ability to just replace as as the as as guys come and as that guys go, he just replaces, and it seems like it was been automatic for him. The Cal loss really surprised me for Washington. Was that a trap game coming out? Yeah. Eastern Washington was their opener. Right? I think it's an early season, just kind of a weird, not playing well. But then also, you it was know, Eastern Washington. Give give Cal some credit too. I mean, Justin Wilcox has that defense playing some ball. He too. really does, and it's, it's not pretend like. I mean, it's just funny that sometimes we allow ourselves to talk about programs, even when they're down, like they just don't have any athletes. Yeah, you know, you know, at UCLA, they're they're playing horrible. They're not playing good ball, but they still have some athletes. So on any given Saturday, they can come out there and have a big game and win. Cal has the same thing, but I do think it was a little bit of a trap. I think that really, I, I don't remember what the score is when, when the game got delayed for the weather. I mean, do you remember the, the thunderstorm yeah. was a power outage? They didn't finish that game until like 3, 4 a.m. Yeah, so, so I think that yeah. kind of, you know, that, that kind of affected Washington. They just, and, and Cal stayed a little bit more focused, and they wanted it a little bit more, and that's why they got the win. Yeah. But it's not like they just came out there and smacked Washington, right? They didn't smack him. It was 19-20. to 20. And the reality was, they couldn't score in the red zone. I mean, Cal's hold, you know, UC Davis, they should hold to 13. Washington gets held to 19. North Texas, they hold to 17. North Texas averaged nearly 50 points a game last year and brought back their quarterback in Mason Fine. Yeah. I mean, that was – I know North Texas doesn't, you know, remove the meter here locally, but they were a really good offensive team last year under Graham Harrell, who's yeah. now the new OC at uh, USC. Yeah. And, uh, and, and they held that offense well in check. They uh, were able to keep Jacob Eason to 18 of 30 for 160 yards. And Jacob, the the one touchdown that Washington was able to score was through the air. It was through Jacob Eason. Well, one of the biggest questions, I I mean, I thought that Washington, I thought that um, Hawaii would put up more points on Washington than than they did. Hawaii is a high-flying offense. I don't care where they play. That offense is very hard to stop. They've got weapons all over the place, maybe the best receiver in the country, and Washington kind of just shut them down. What I expect from BYU this week, man, you've got a really game plan, but once again, I'm, I'm not looking looking for you know 300 400 yard passing game i'm looking for more of an ugly game run the ball with these guys and i think washington's going to do the same thing washington's going to look at that film and have concerns about the turnovers that were made i believe that they have a good quarterback but i don't think that the coaches are just thinking we have a gunslinger that we're going to go throw the ball all over these guys i think they're going to play a conservative game run the ball take their shots at the right time i think byu will do the the same it's going to be a big heavyweight fight and uh, it might come down to that last whoever has the ball last but not in the shootout style. I think you're going to see a lot of field goals this weekend, not a ton of scoring. You know, Scott, you think back to what we were questioning about Washington coming into this year. They lost their quarterback and they lost their running back. Yep. And Browning and Gaskins, even though they didn't achieve to what they wanted to probably in their senior year, wanted national recognition and a shot at the Final Four, and that's why they came back and that's what they were set and ready for. But that was our biggest question, and – when you take a look at what Washington faced against Cal, they had Salvan Ahmed with 21 carries and 120 yards. I, I made sorry, I made the mistake of saying that Eason scored the touchdown. The one was on an interception. Yeah. 
the touchdown came from Salvon Ahmed on the ground. And I remember talking to, to Coach Peterson at Pac-12 Media Day, and, and he was sold on Ahmed, too. He felt like his running game was just going to be fine. Yeah. So they feel like they've got a, a, a well-rounded offense. And, and Scotty, I think you bring up a really good point. Cal's got a stingy defense. <laughs> yeah. Cal's going to give some teams some fits this year. Cause in, no doubt. Because in the other two games, you just look at Washington's off, uh, offensive output, 47 and 52. I, I know that it's eastern Washington and it's Hawaii, but, Will, it goes back to your point. Stop questioning some of the talent that's on the field for yeah, a Mount West Conference team. Yeah, you can't. And, and, you know, you've got Hawaii who had beat Arizona and was looking pretty good. I remember we were talking about, well, what's this going to look like for Washington? Well, Washington came out and piped them, put 52 points on them. Which was uh, and and I don't want to put too much into that, but I I think stopping them the way that stopping their offense the way that they were able to stop Hawaii's offense, I I think that's a big deal because I, I Hawaii's offense should be able to score against anyone yeah. and score in bunches with the, that quarterback and the receivers they have. It's it's it, they've got some dudes. And I'm with you too. I didn't think Washington would would win that game. I mean, I I never thought they'd lose that game to Hawaii, but I anticipated a much better performance. Yeah, a little that. scare. From that Hawaii offense, especially with all the momentum they had after those first two wins. Two wins. You know, Will, you talked about this, and I, I want to expand on it just a little bit because as Zach Wilson grows in notoriety, national notoriety, and as BYU wins, it's always interesting as a former BYU player, and I'm sure you feel the same way, it's interesting to watch the rumbles. You know, and Scotty and I, we've seen some market research, some recent market research. And it's showing that Utah's Utah fan base interest in Utah football is outweighing BYU's football fan base and their interest in football. Am I am I stating that correctly? And it was by a pretty decent margin. Yeah. And these are all market surveys that are taken in state that are done by people that know a lot more about surveying than I do. But I love this time of year when BYU's got a couple of exciting wins and you can feel the rumbles. Scotty showed me our post-game show um, streaming numbers. Our, our post-game show streaming numbers after that USC win were as high as we've had maybe ever. That, yeah. That it, if, if we go back. For uh, for post-game st- show, yeah. Streaming has built an interest. So yeah, yeah. we don't have this you know 20-year depth of streaming that's – streaming over the last five years has become a more – interesting way to, to listen and, and yeah, consume yeah. the product. But you watch our streaming numbers in that post game, and they just go straight up. You know, Tennessee was a, a high number. USC was a higher number. It's it's really inter- – That's when the game ended right there. It's, wow. It's yeah. really interesting Wow, to see the BYU fan base shake and rumble. And you can feel it, man. They're all just sitting there. And, and I did say it once, and I think somebody just recently asked me a question about it. The BYU fan base is a sleeping giant. Oh, it's monstrous. It's monstrous. And, and, I, and ESPN is sitting back, and they're like, just give us wins. <laughs> give us wins. We'll roll you out as a product that we can highlight and debut, even though they put BYU Toledo on ESPN Plus, which, yeah, well, pretty which bugs me. That you have to have a subscription yep. for ESPN Plus? Yeah. It's like five bucks. You'll be fine. Five, f- five bucks? A month? Yeah. Nah. I'll figure it out. I'll... Five bucks a month? Lloyd, do you have one? An extra $60 a year? Can I no, borrow your you password, s- Lloyd? You spend that in treats a day for Buster. 
Well, because Buster's a good boy, <laughs> and he needs treats. He's such a good dog. Um, but it's fun to it's just fun to see. To feel it. Yeah, I mean, you can feel it. And Zach Wilson is is a part of that potential eruption. If they beat Washington, it's going to be as oh. as heightened as BYU fandom has been since what ninety six since Max Hall. That was the last time they beat the Utes. It's been a while. I know BYU fans are still, you know, they got their tail between their legs because the Utah beat them right out of the gates. But you've got an opportunity with Boise State and Utah State to try to redeem some of that, which that gonna, rivalry excitement. Which is going to be truly – I mean, the, the thing is, BYU, the fans can get fired up. The, the program has to not get too excited about anything and not too down about anything. They've got to stay so even-keeled because even after the Washington win, we still, they've, they have not arrived. You've still got to get by Toledo. You've still got to get by Central Florida. You've still got to get by Utah State. You've still got to get by Boise State. I mean, this is a tough, tough schedule, plain and simple. It is. There's some tough games that follow. So um, when you look at, and we'll get to some keys of the game coming up here in just a moment, but overall, you say, you led the show with, you feel like you, well, okay, man, maybe I'm putting words in your mouth here, so correct me if I'm wrong. You'd be surprised if BYU doesn't, doesn't really play well against Washington. Extremely surprised. I expect them to play, I believe it's going to be their best game this season. They're going to because because still guys there's still things I'm watching on film I'm watching in the stadium I'm watching from the players that I don't like and what what happens is you get a few weeks behind you doesn't mean Washington's not going to play really good too yeah. because coaches start identifying things you start the season game one you're like yeah okay well you know we had some problems but you you look at it like well you know it's early in the season it's that game one jitters those game one mistakes then you jump into game two and you say okay let's look at game two uh well, you know that same dude we're starting is kind of doing you know he there's some problems there that we need to fix now you get into game three you're feeling really confident about the guys that you have Hmm. and then you go back and you break down that film hand and you say hey Hmm. dude why are you shooting over here he this guy keeps on making the same mistake that he made game one so you start making some changes so i expect through when you get to game four you've got to be locked and loaded you know who your guys are and you expect them to play very well now byu has the has the great great opportunity to play not only have three games under their uh, under their belt against very formidable comp- uh, opponents but now they get to face them at 130 on prime time uh in their own home it, it, Washington better be very ready to play so Scotty one aspect that I guess we need to take a little closer look at was Cal's ability to put 200 yards and two touchdowns on the ground <laughs> on Washington there you go there you go it's a good point that's what I'm 200 yards rushing and two touchdowns on the ground. And if you look at BYU's ability to run the ball, which I think you've got to saddle up that horse and, and just start whipping it and take out the RPOs and let's just say, hey, guys, let's just test this. Smash the ball. Because we're able to run it. USC didn't really stop the run. They didn't ever really stop Tyson where it was like, oh, you got to get away from that. Yeah. No. Got to go away. from. They didn't do it. Not once. You, you you have a BYU is very good up front, and they have very good running backs. They have formidable running backs. They have a Tyson is a guy who will get a a, a solid opportunity in the NFL. There's no question that he's going to get a solid opportunity. I'm not going to go ahead and say he's going to be a top draft pick. He will get a solid opportunity in the NFL. 
you have an NFL a, a guy who who has that ability right behind that old line behind a quarterback who has to be respected who can throw the ball behind a tight end who's an all-American behind receivers who are now, who, who are making plays it's a tough defense it's a tough offense to defend even though Tyson had 100 yards against USC he still hasn't had a coming out party no Not he one, still hasn't been the centerpiece no and, 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 and I think this week, once the coaches really evaluate that film and look at the film, we have to, the BYU has to have the idea that they really want to run the ball with these guys and, um, and, and just do things a little bit. Uh, they don't have to be as creative. I'm telling you, I want to see a physical bang-it-out game, and I think, that you, I think that's what Washington is going to do as well, Hans. Cal averaged 5.2 yards per carry on this Washington defense. BYU finding running success last week against USC and that defense. I think USC probably had an idea of what BYU was trying to do in the RPOs, and they were probably trying to defend against that. That's what they did with the one high and coming up in heavy press. But once they changed to that run game and run call with the zone speed option, it was working. didn't matter what USC did. It was working. Now, can it work against Chris Peterson and Washington's defense? I don't know, but I've got to imagine I, that's what BYU's got to go to. That's what they've got to look at, right? Yeah. Don't look past it. Don't, don't outthink yourself. You can have some gadgetry, but allow Brady Christensen, James Empey, allow Herring and Lachance. And all those guys. And, and you know, Hodge has got to, he's got to catch up with the group. Hodge has got to get himself going. Catch up with the group. Allow those guys to believe in themselves for a minute. Let's see what they got up front. Hey, BYU's had 11 TFLs over the last two games. Have they, have they hit on something defensively where they're able to get? So would they have five and six? Yeah, they had three and six and five. They had three against Utah and then six against Tennessee, five against USC. Well, yeah, they fit on something big time. I mean, the tackle for losses, those backers are running free, and, and, and you see what's happening up front. I, I guarantee you, you have to be prepared. You cannot watch. You cannot be the, the 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 center for Washington and not look at the film from last week and look at the film from the week before and say, "Damn, this Tonga is a headache." <laughs> I mean, you you know, yeah. you look at the film, you say, "This guy's a headache." Mm-hmm. And 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 with that headache, he's able to create. You're able to create backers to be able to shoot gaps because people are. You have to think: How are you not running the ball on a three man front? Why are people not just running up and down the field? Yeah, the backers are making plays. They're downhill, and at the end of the day, it comes down to the D linemen are doing their job. They, you have to account for them. You have to double team them, and the backers are able to shoot gaps and make plays. It's going to be an exciting day. Um, by the way, we did put together over under last week. I'll see I think I, I won that. Let's not talk about it because I, I think I was right on everything. You were wrong on everything, and Scotty wasn't there. So, it, I mean, let's just move forward. I think uh, this is actually a lot closer than you think. I, I, I feel like it, it hands at the end of the day. What does that matter? Let's move forward. You know what? It matters. What? You predicted the score pretty accurately, and I did not. Yeah, you were way off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I'm going to do? From, let me do you guys a favor from now on. Ooh. Should I just predict earlier than you? Yeah, and then we'll play off of that. And you can play off of it. Yeah. Just if you'd like me to. I, I, I could do that, but I don't know. You want us to play off of your prediction? Well, well I mean, you're... Because I mean, he's right more often than uh, not. Well, right? as far as, no, I mean, as far as the score prediction... I, I, you pick winners, maybe pro- even more than me. But there's a system that I go by that I don't even like to. T- I don't give out my system based on, um, you know, I'd have to kill you probably if I told you how I how I break this down. Fair enough. Um, so 
but I might be able to help you just be like, well, maybe Will's saying it. It's not going to be. They're not just going to come in and drop 30-something on, on the Cougars like you like you said last week. Uh-huh. What did you say, 38 to 10? No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was bad. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know but what? I still love you, bro. I would have I gone even worse. Yeah, I know. BYU played an incredible game. They did? They just outplayed my expectations. And that's the consecutive week. I did pick them to beat Tennessee, but that's a consecutive week they've outplayed my expectations. And I had true fear going into Tennessee. More, You were more confident than me with that game. But I've really been, you know, last week, Friday night, I really couldn't even sleep as I was preparing what I was going to say and, and what I thought was going to happen in the game. A lot of nerves. I was exhausted Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Absolutely exhausted. Just because of just so much, so much time and and energy put into what this game, what was going to happen in this game. So I hope this week isn't that bad. And how important it was to, to the guys. Yeah, I mean, it's just a big deal. Chris Peterson definitely doesn't have the same pressure that Kalani is going to be feeling going into Saturday's game, right? Just not, he, he's, he's feeling very confident in his, in his position. All right, we're live here at Tim Daly Infinity. Beautiful Infinity vehicles, all priced to move. And now you have the peace of mind knowing it could be on the road for a long time with the brand-new forever warranty courtesy of Tim Daly Auto. New and pre-owned vehicles in stock. Take advantage of it right now here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Coming up next, it's another edition of Over Under. We'll take a look at some of the uh, predictions from last. Actually, we won't look at last week. We'll only look ahead to... The game he, coming up on Saturday. He doesn't want to do that. Yeah. I'm still debating. <laughs> I'm still debating. All right. Fair enough. Uh, this segment brought to you in part by Zero Res. It's back to school, so get your uh, get those carpets cleaned by Zero Res. $33 per room, pre-treated, cleaned, and Zero Resified. Easily online scheduling. Call 801-288-9376. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. BYU, a big name win against a big name team. So many had these people 0-4 after the first four. Come on. And this whole idea, what are you playing for? It is so stupid. That is a dumb process of thought. And it must be eliminated. And I'm on a mission to have it. Well, it's not going to work. It has to. You're playing to win a football game. What is Arizona playing for? They beat Texas Tech. They going to win the conference? No. What are they playing for? To win football games. What's the difference? There's no freaking difference. None. Zero. Except BYU has a much better fan base. That's the big difference. Catch DK and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Ninety-seven five, twelve eighty, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network, 236. Thanks for making us part of your afternoon. We're live here at Tim Daly Infinity, 4594 South State. Got a ton of jazz gear still left. You want them, come down and grab it. Clean house. It's like a, uh, you know, like uh, it's a free-for-all down here. So you can grab any shirt you want. We'll even throw in a hat. And if you want tickets to go see BYU in Washington, Come down and put your name in a hopper for a chance to win that. Also, giving away some tickets. It's another Win Ticket Wednesday. 
This is your chance to win tickets. Win. It's a win ticket Wednesday. 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 Caller number 12 right now at 855-340-ZONE. And you'll win tickets right here on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, your chance to win tickets to go see Godsmack hitting the road this fall with special guest Hailstorm. Your chance to rock with them is on Wednesday, October 9th at USANA. Tickets on sale now. Purchase your tickets at LiveNation.com or be caller number 12 right now. 855-340-ZONE. That's 855-340-ZONE. What's your favorite Godsmack song, Hans? Uh, it's Poison. I'm not the one who's so far away when you feel the snake bite into so, so, your vein. You know, it's funny because you sing that. Never it still sounds like that's a Neil Diamond song. Again, but I don't remember why I came. Voodoo, voodoo. You know that song? I don't know. That Are song. you serious? No. Uh, don't you say you don't know that song? Under Your Scars is their best song, Godsmack. Now listen, I, I, no I, voodoo. No, no, it's not. But but regardless, it, it, I'm not willing to negotiate on this. Well, we don't need to negotiate on it. I mean, you, let's be honest, hands. Your your taste in music is <sighs> what? Say it. <laughs> <laughs> just say it. Awful. No, you, I mean, it's just uh, no one's going to listen to Hans Olsen on 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 what you should be listening to. Uh, you, your playlist is you. horrible. How dare, how dare <laughs> yeah. my playlist is horrible? Yeah. Well, let's just take a ride and I'll judge it. But I'm going to tell you that's not Godsmack's best song. And listen, I, I'm not really a Godsmack guy, but 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 one of my buddies is a big Godsmack guy. Oh, is he? And he's always sending me Godsmack because he wants me to go to the concert. And there is, is it, no is it, is way. Is it T. Whiting? No, no, oh. but I, he would love. Yeah, I, I, I bet he, he loves would. Godsmack. Yeah, he's another guy that really is into it. He worked from, with me for a long time, and he's sending me it all the time and telling me to put it on my highlight films for my kids and stuff. And I'm just like, bro, this, it is what it is. I know this is BYU preview. How's you? How is SUU doing? How's Teague and the boys doing? They're doing good. One and two. They got smacked the first two games, but they 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 got it together. They won an OT last week too. When you saw Weber, yeah, they 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 lost to Nevada. Should have won that game. But the in-state schools are doing well. Uh, I think they're doing good. Uh, Dixie got the got a win last week too, so pretty good weekend. Utah did what they do. Utah State was off and ready to roll on uh, this weekend. That's a big one for them. So it, it's an exciting time to be in Utah. I wish people weren't so uptight. You know, I I, I can't say oh I'm, I'm excited for the Utah game because then I'm a traitor. What the heck is going on in this world? <laughs> Come on, man. I'm excited. It's I want to football. See yeah. And it's good football. Yeah. You're either with us or you're against us. And I, I love that. Yeah. I, I do love it. But, you know, sometimes guys go a little bit too far. Okay. I, I, I do want to acknowledge, Will, you had a fantastic week of over-under. And Scotty's setting the, the lines or has set the lines. Why don't you let the people know how it went, Hans? He's ready for them. You really? What you want me to? Yeah, just tell them what happened. Uh, Micah Simon catches uh, five catches over under. You went under. Mm-hmm. He ended up with three. Yeah. USC third down percentage fifty percent, which was which was high, but that's where USC has been on the season. You went under, and you're right. I think it was like forty five percent. BYU two and a half sacks four. I thought that they actually hit the over on that. But they had two sacks, but they had five deflected yeah. passes, which are, sure. are sacks. But um, they had two sacks, so you hit the under there. BYU rushing, 17 and a half carries for Tyson. You had the over. Tyson ended up with 19 carries with, uh, with uh, was it one carry in overtime? And you hit the over on that. 
Zach Wilson, 1.5 interceptions. He did not throw an interception. BYU time of possession, 23 minutes. You hit the over on that. Uh, USC, 470 total yards of offense per game. You went under. They were well under that. Um, USC had allowed 300 total yards per game. You hit the over. BYU was well over that. They were at 430 for the game. USC, over under 30 points. You kept them on the under. They hit 27. BYU, 17 points. You put them on the over. They hit 27, or they hit 30, sorry. And then USC, the minus four, you had them not covering the minus four. So you were 11 of 12 on your over-unders. Oh, wow. BYU versus USC. Wow, that feels great. That feels great. Um, Tyler tweets in, as well Will... Done. As Will heard Hans talk about movies, after he hear his feelings on movies, his movie taste doesn't seem so bad. No, Will and I, I think uh, we connect on movies. Me, me, me and Hans are, are one. We are as one in, in movies. Big uh, fan but, of uh, romantic comedies, huh? Yeah. I'll calm down there, but, but we do have some. I, I'm did, trying to did teach you enjoy? Channel. Did you enjoy Les Mis? Well, yes. I, so, so I'm a Les Mis guy. My, my daughters are both big time into the whole uh, theater. My daughter's on a scholarship, uh, theater scholarship at Weber State. She's very talented. So I, I, I sit through a lot of Les Mises and uh, I enjoy it. Yeah. You're a Les Mis guy? Yeah. yeah I love I, it. I'm surprised you have the patience for that. I grew up in the theater. Well, my, my brother's the opera singer and so theater, we, we were at theater every other week no, with the family. See, some people just don't have that experience and they yeah. don't know what they're missing. Yeah, because it's really incredible. It, it really is. Scotty's fall, a theater Will. guy. You like that movie? Scotty, you are. I love the theater. Yeah. I love the theater. Hey, how about we take our ladies and we, we go catch some theater here? Go hit the old Eccles Theater. I'm Eccles. all about it. Well, well, you know, I, I just went to I went to Freaky Friday over here at the Eccles. Oh, that's a classic. I have a few of my, from, few of my good friends are in that show. It was amazing. Uh, Miss Saigon is coming. Love Miss Saigon. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my daughter just I do. saw I that it. in New York. She just—I haven't seen Miss Saigon yet, but I've seen everything else. So yeah, so we and me and Hans are probably close. I mean, I don't want to just commit one hundred percent because he says a lot of crazy things, and, and I don't want to just be all in with well, you. But Lame is, is is a classic. I guess all I need to ask is how do you feel about the jazz singer? The jazz singer. Okay, so we're probably not on the same page. I've never seen that. Is that a movie? It's a Neil Diamond movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that. Don't shake your head in disgust. <laughs> no, I, I didn't discuss it. Just I've never seen it. I'm sure it's wonderful. All right. Even it's though amazing. I've seen all the top movies in it's the world. It's inspiring. Yeah, moved yeah. you. Yeah, moved me. All right, uh, over under. Let's get to it real quick. Uh, Zach Wilson passing yards two nineteen point five. Am I starting again? Yeah, we're all going to play off you. On okay, this so one. so Zach Wilson two nineteen point five. We're going to hit the over. Over. Yeah, I'm over oh, on that. Okay. Um, I'm going to go under. Um, Will, uh, or Williams rushing yards. T- uh, Tyson, 89.5. Over. Over. Wow. You guys are both feeling pretty confident. I'll take the over on he's that. He's watching how my lips are piercing. <laughs> he's watching how my lips are piercing. That's why he's I am. at the same time. So, uh, what did you say on the Tyson? I'm going to do my own. 89.5. I was going to mimic everything Will was doing. <sighs> Tyson, 89.5. This is asking a tall I'm going to go over. Okay. Uh, Micah Simon receptions four point five. He's averaging four point three a game. 4.5. By the way, I'm taking under on that. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the over on that to this week. Put me on the under. Okay. Uh, BYU TFLs averaging uh, five point five over the last two games. So that's what we'll set it at five point five. Oh man, oh, 
This is tough. Scott, you've really done it. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the under on that as well. Okay, Will's going under. I am going under. Hands? Under. Uh, BYU sacks. So BYU sacking Washington quarterbacks set at 1.5. Over. I'm going under. Under. Uh, Hands is going under. Will is going over. Right. Right. Uh, Devin Kafusi's back for an entire game this week. Zach Wilson interceptions, 1.5. Under. 1.5. Hans is going, or Will is going under. I am going over. I go under. Under. I think he throws one. Uh, Jacob Eason passing. Um, had 162 against Cal. Had 272 against uh, Hawaii. Mm. So let's split the difference there. I'll go Eason passing at 220. Uh, let's go 219.5. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, 229.5. Under for me. I'm going over. 229.5. It's not going to be that type of game. That's not I'm going to go under. All right. Uh, Ahmad rushing. Uh, he's averaging 81. I'm going to bump it a little bit just because I believe Will. Uh, and when he says it's going to be a, a high, you know, a lot of yards on the ground, I'm going to go 89.5. For Ahmad. I'll take the over. I think that they're going to be able to run the ball a little bit. I'll take the over as well. Okay. And what about I, you, Scotty? I'm going to go under. Really? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. Actually, no, I'm going to go over on that. No, no, I'll stay under. We're we're too similar. All right, final score. Hans, you want to go first? Yeah. Will, do you want to save yours for for pregame, or do you yeah. want to give it now? No, no, are you are I'm you set? Because I know you've been, yeah, yeah, you've been gonna, back and yeah, forth. No, no, I'm set with it, but I, I really don't want to mess anything up with what I what I've been doing. So is it okay if I yeah, go with no, that's fine. But I can go with an over. Why don't, why don't we just do an over under score? Over under on and, points. And, yeah, points and then, scored. And then you can give your. Score. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's go BYU. Um, twenty four and a half points. I'm taking the under. Will is going under. Hands. By the way, I'm going under as well. BYU 24 and a half? Yeah. What did Cal put on him? Uh, 20. Give me the over. Okay. And uh, Washington points. I'll just do the same, 24.5. Under for Will. Give me the over. I'm going over, and you're going what? Over. Over? Okay. I like it. I mean, I understand what people are thinking. All right. Final <laughs> segment coming up next. Hanson Scotty, this is 97.5, 1280 Ooh. The Zone. This is. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network.
another edition of the show. Hanson Scotty with Will Snowden. It's your uh, Cougar preview show right here on the Zone Sports Network. Last year, BYU had 34 total yards on the ground. It's beautiful. Lopini Katoa had eight carries for 27 yards. Squally Canada had seven carries for 13 yards. Squally averaged 1.9 yards a carry. And I think he was knocked out cold out of that game, too. It was awfully physical. You don't Washington. <laughs> Washington was so much faster. I, when I was watching that game last year, I was shocked. I was absolutely. I was shocked at what I saw. It looked like Brigham Young was a high school, like a junior high squad playing an NFL team. It was embarrassing, and I'm betting on that this week. That BYU is embarrassed. They should be embarrassed at what they did last year, uh, which I think will help them play a little bit better this year. Well. I think Tyson's going to be able to carry more of the load. I think that Kairos Tonga is locked and loaded. I am a little bit worried about the the health of the defense, Will. Uh, well, listen, I, 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 I think that what I'm interested to see this week is I am pretty sure that you will see Austin Confences playing linebacker this week. Wow. I think you're going to see him playing linebacker. And guess what? I think he's going to play it effectively. Physically, I think that he'll actually be very good. But there, there's going to be some things that happen today. I mean, this week, there's going to have to be some, you know, that you're in a, you, we're getting into that depth of the team, and you'll see how good you are once you, you know how it is, getting to three, four, five, six games. you gotta, you got to have some people that back up that are ready to play. I think you'll see a lot of them this weekend. I think we're getting close to seeing Sayapaga grab a starting spot on the offensive line, too. Yeah, I mean, there's just changes happening, and and listen, this is why you that's why you go to the game. This is why you cheer for your team. You the ups and the downs, the excitement, the the adjustments, you know, the adjustments that need to be made, and and this is why that's why these coaches get paid the big bucks. They've got to be able to, to prepare their team week in and week out. Scotty, do you know who you're taking in this one this week? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm taking Washington. You don't say. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go like 27-21. Yeah. Somewhere around there. That's, it, that actually has a pretty sweet ring to it. It sounds smooth. And it doesn't sound a man with confidence. Can I, uh, can I make well, – no, Are you going to wait until Saturday? Yeah. I'm going to wait till Saturday. Uh, I've got, I have not done enough, enough Washington film review – I'm going to go watch the Washington-Cal game. Watch it close. I want to see if BYU can establish a consistent run game. I'll just tell you for you, BYU will be able to establish the run. They will be able to establish the run. There's no question. The question is, can the the D-line handle what Washington has up front? Because it's a very good O-line. It's a very, very good O-line. You're talking about BYU's D-line? You're talking about BYU's D-line, BYU's D-line. against Washington's yeah. offensive front? Yeah. Lloyd, Lloyd's trying to call you out. He's scared, Lloyd. What's wrong with Let's my just... chicken? <laughs> what a classic movie. <laughs> just, just, Lloyd, I've got to tell you, I, what, you, you timed that up so beautifully. But I was just having a conversation <laughs> about Michael J. Fox. What an under, underrated actor. What do you think his best film was? Oh, it's... It, well, I, I was going to jump to conclusion uh, and just say that it was Lloyd, Back to the Future. Lloyd, Secret to Lloyd, my success, probably. Oh, Lloyd. Hey, there I, you go, Lloyd. I thought you were going to go Doc Hollywood. That's a classic, too. I like Doc Hollywood, but Secret to my success is pretty good. Really good movie. That's what I picked as my as, as my favorite. I watched Doc Hollywood a lot as a kid. I bet I you did. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Loose morals there in one, one, part of, one part of the tape finally broke. 
Like, can't be rewound that many times. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, come on. What are we talking about? What's wrong with my chicken? <laughs> Big show next. Big thanks to Tim Daly Infinity for letting us hang out here. Uh, you still have a few minutes to come by, grab some gear. We'd love to hook you up. Back at it next week, another edition of the BYU Preview Show. Remember, coming up tomorrow, it's a U Preview Show. And then on Friday, a football Friday with a very ecstatic Lemma Harrington with Ron McBride. It's all right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you.